And welcome into our number two, uh, hunting opportunities coming up. Uh, have you ever shot a deer in velvet? You know, during the, uh, the summertime, the deer's antlers get velvet. That's how they grow bigger from the final year. And then they scrape the velvet off. That's what they call rubbing, and they become hardened and polished. And then the following year, if they survive, then they uh, actually have the bigger antlers and they fall off. They drop off in the summer and they grow back again. That's the difference between antlers and horns. Horns are permanent. Antlers are annual. Well, deer hunters in Mississippi are going to have a chance to take a buck in velvet during the state's first early archery hunt. That's going to be September 16th through 18th. It'll be archery only on private lands, and you can take a buck or get a good chance to get one in velvet, which is a rare opportunity. We're trying to put together one of those early archery hunts for Bayou Wild TV and hopefully get someone who can bag one of those pretty big bucks in velvet. All right, speaking about hunting trips, Cajun Invasion, got a two fully guided speckle belly goose hunts on opening weekend, October 29th and 30th. Arkansas has a special early season for speckle belly geese only. It's two nights at the Bent Barrel Lodge, which is a bunkhouse style. They've got three meals, uh, all the guiding, everything, the decoys, the calling, the blind, all of that is included. And you get to hunt for two days and spend two nights and it's a total cost of nine twenty-five per person. Only 16 people are available, so contact them as soon as you can. If you want to go, reserve your spot. Go to Duck Down Guide Service. That's DuckDownGuideService.com, and you can get their phone number and all the information. Uh, if you're really interested and need that phone number and you're driving, uh, text me, and I'll send you their phone number. But this is a, a Bayou Wild Cajun Invasion trip. I'm Martha Spencer, my co-host, cameraman Chris Lecoq, and I will be accompanying the crew down there because uh, last year's, if you didn't go watch our, our show from last year, um, and it was nothing short of phenomenal, the amount of birds that came in, and everybody limited out in a short period of time. And that speckle belly goose, one of the finest flying waterfowl there is. All right, checking on our text message. We got Jerry checking in from Kenner. He's been listening for 26 years out of the last 33 Thank you, Jerry. We got the rock man. He started listening when we broadcast out of Manchac Pass. Did we do that? Where did you broadcast your first show from? Uh, this show started emanating from a flagship station in Slidell, Louisiana, moved to a flagship station in Baton Rouge, and now the flagship station is in New Orleans, which is WWL, and we have affiliates across the Gulf Coast that, that carry the program as a network affiliation. All right, here's a, que- uh, a statement, actually, a comment. Uh, let's see. This is with regard to DU and what's going on with the uh, legalization of planting corn. Uh, the feds need to revisit the Migratory Bird Treaty Act of 1998 and amend the laws back to its original wording. They allowed these laws to be amended, not all out changing. This is when it all started. We need our politicians, our senators to get involved. John Kennedy should be contacted, but everyone says DU is in everybody's back pocket. DU really has manipulated the politicians from Louisiana to Washington, D.C. It's a mess, but we all need to contact our senators and don't let up. Uh, Someone wants to know what's the stats on the Ducks Unlimited question on a poll on my website. Uh, Last I checked, it was 76% say it is uh, hypocritical to do that. 24% say no. So if you want to cast your vote, it's uh, DonTheOutdoorsGuy.com. Uh, what species were tagged for that CCA tournament? How many were tagged and released in what areas? 
Well, they were tagged and released. There was a hundred of them with the red tags. That wins you boats, motors. Uh, the truck is already gone. RV and other prizes. You got to buy your ticket first, and then you go to lacca.org, you know, and or you go to one of the way stations and buy a ticket. You got to have your ticket before you catch the fish. Uh, they have been released everywhere from Slidell to uh, Calcasieu and everywhere in between. I think the last count there were seven or eight that had been caught, but only one person had their ticket, and they're claiming the pickup truck. But there's lots of them still going. All right, we come back after this. We're joined by Captain Mike Gallo. He's got a lot of fishing info to share with you. He does it every week right here on the Outdoors with Don Dubuque Radio Network. Captain Mike Gallo will get his fishing report for you. Uh, in the meantime, let me get back to our text message board. We've got lots of texts coming in. Uh, let's see. Congratulations on 33 years. My late great-uncle, Jim, loved listening to your show and got us hooked on it. That's from my friend, the Irish Coonass. Uh, he lo- oh, by the way, he loved fishing so much that if he got cut, he would bleed salt water. Great show, as always. Keep the great content coming. All right. Well, we'll try to do that for you. Uh, Jason the Barber checking in. Hey, Jason. Good to hear from you. And let's see. uh, This one says, my cousin won the star, which the star stands for Statewide Tournament Anglers Rodeo. And that's the one that the Louisiana CCA, which is Coastal Conservation Association, has been putting on for over 20 years now. Uh, He said that his cousin won the sheephead. Way back, the top prize was $500 tackle package, and that was uh, got as good as it got except the tagged redfish. Awesome. Uh, what? I lost the rest of it. These texts sometimes jump around. They're not always in the sequence and that way you can find them. All right, let's see. we got uh, one more. What is the closest way station to Pass Christian, Mississippi? Your program's fantastic. I love it. Well, um, I believe Mississippi finally, if I'm not mistaken, started having a star tournament. I'll ask Rad, uh, and I believe Alabama has theirs. But, you know, if you catch a fish, uh, you got to weigh it in Louisiana. you got to be caught in Louisiana. You have to weigh it at a Louisiana weigh station. I guess the closest one to pass Christian would be uh, Campos Marina, probably in Shell Beach. That would be the one. I'll check with uh, with Rad when we get him on. He's coming on uh, about 6.50, so be tuned in for that. All right, we have Captain Mike Gallo. By the way, his reports are brought to you by CETO. You know him, $179. Actually, it's $199 a year. That's a membership that will get you fuel drops, tow-ins, electrical starts, whatever it takes to get you back safely. And the way to get a CETO membership is to call Captain Chris Orfanello. You can read. Don't worry about spelling his last name. Call him Captain Chris. It's easy to remember. 504 504- 301-4545, and even easier than that, just go online and click CETO.com. Captain Mike joins us now, and uh, Mike, I, I got a question about the Regalese red fishing. If someone was going to fish that area, where would you suggest? I'm thinking hospital wall, maybe some of those marsh ponds that dump into the Regalese, or can you think you catch some maybe deep in the under the bridge in the Regalese Pass? What's your suggestion? My suggestion would be, Don, to fish the drains along the intercoastal waterway if there's any kind of breeze. If there's not any breeze and you're able to get in Lake Bourne, I would fish that western shoreline of Lake Bourne. You want to kind of cruise the shoreline, maybe a couple hundred yards off the shoreline, and look for the largest concentration of mullet. When you find those mullet, you want to shut down, put your trolling motor, approach quietly, and spinner baits and spoons have been working really well on the redfish. 
Sounds like a good advice. Some good advice, Mike. Have you noticed uh, that shoreline stabilization project that's going on there along the shoreline of Lake Bourne? Have you been by there? I had a listener asking about it, and if so, does it interfere with any access to any areas? The, uh, where I see the coastal restoration project going on is closer to Bayou B Avenue. There's a large barge and a dredge unit kind of right off the mouth of Chef Pass, and they have an underwater pipe that runs all the way towards Bayou B Avenue where they put that spoil into the marsh, and then they're moving it, you know, spreading it out in the marsh. Um, it's not really causing me any issue. I don't do a lot of fishing around Bayou B Avenue in the summertime. Um, it was there last year in the fall, and it wasn't an issue for us because we were fishing mostly the intercoastal and the Mr. Go itself. So it hasn't been a bother to me. I'd much rather see us uh, repair our coastline than um, not repair it and it just disappear. Uh, Mike, it looks like uh, your area is going to have a a high tide late this afternoon, about 4 o'clock, so you're going to be dealing with pretty much an incoming tide all day. Doesn't look like a whole lot of wind. What's your plan and what's your advice for putting a few reds and trout in the boat? Well, we talked about the reds earlier. If, if you can make it to the Bluffy Marsh, it held some redfish in it. Uh, if you're trying to catch some trout, the local marinas have a good supply of live shrimp. And the deeper passes, in the deepest part of the passes, there's been a good number of white trout, and occasionally you catch a speckled trout. If you want to catch 100 white trout, they're there. Just got to anchor up, use your sonar, try to find these schools of fish anchor or spot lock, and um, live shrimp on a drop shot. Once you get them going, you can mix in some plastics. Mike, earlier I was talking to Robbie Campo over at Campos Marina about using croakers. Uh, Great bait for especially big trout this time of the year. Is there any availability anywhere you can direct people in your area to pick up some croakers if that's what they want to fish with? That's a real hot bait during this time of year, Don, and they get sold out pretty quickly. Wrigley's will have croakers on occasion. Lake Catherine will have croakers. You just got to communicate with the with the marina, see if they're going to have them the night before, and try to get there bright and early. Very good. Mike, uh, how's your calendar looking for taking people on trips now that the school's getting ready to start and uh, people might be getting the kids back in school and looking for some time to get off and fish during the week? Well, as you know, we have several captains right there at the lodge. And if I'm busy, I can certainly put you with one of my team captains, and they'll take good care of you. So we're still booking trips as normal. And I got you on my website, DonTheOutdoorsGuy.com. Give them your site and phone number if somebody wants to call you and find out about trip info. My website is AAofLA.com, and the phone number is 985-781-7811. All right, Captain Mike, thank you so much, my friend. We appreciate it, and we'll catch up with you next week. Thank you, Don, and uh, we wish Doug well. Very good. Thank you so much for those kind words. We appreciate it. All right, that's Captain Mike Gallo, and he's talking about our regular engineer who's been running this show for me for years, Doug Christian. i got a health issue. Hopefully he'll recover quickly and get back. In the meantime, Tim Zimmer doing a great job. He's a real pro. We'll be back with more of the Outdoor Show after this. 
And it's time for our Paddler's Report with Captain Eric Mohabarak. It is uh, brought to you by our good friends at the Massey's Outfitters locations. Got three of them. You're going to find them in Mid-City, New Orleans, Baton Rouge, and Covington. And besides the best kayak fishing models from brands like Hobie, Jackson Kayak, and Native Watercraft, they've got lots of other great merchandise. Eric, what's going on over at Massey's? You been there lately? Hey, man. Good morning, Don. How you doing, buddy? Yeah, actually, I was there last Tuesday, man, um... Uh, picking up a little something for myself there. Um, man, they got uh, some, some Nomad grills that are on sale right now. Uh, they got a, uh, are they doing a bike special too? You got to check on that. Uh, and also, they got their summer apparel sales. You know, all the summer clothes get ready to go on sale so they can restock for the winter, winter clothes, get that ski equipment in there and stuff, you know. Uh, and uh, they also, uh, uh, you got to call the store and check on this. Uh, the 2021 Jackson Recreationals kayaks. They got uh, they got they got a, a sale on those guys too. But um, yeah, swing by the North Shore, or Carrollton, or Baton Rouge. Uh, they'll be glad to help you. You know, uh, Alan, John, and Emma. Uh, they're good people. Uh, that's the management over there. Just give them a yell. You know. You know, Eric, uh, a friend of mine sent me a picture from 1958 Grand Isle Tarpon Rodeo, and you mentioned the summer apparel sale. So much different. How the fishermen back in those days dressed compared to what you see now. You know, the loose, uh, you know, uh, bug-resistant gear that's lightweight, you know, dries real quick, the dry wick, and uh, the baggy shorts that, that lets the stuff be real airy. These guys used to wear long pants and you know, heavy cotton shirts and yep. stuff like that. It's just interesting to see the changes in and how people dress. But as I said, the fishing stays oh. the same. Eric, I'm looking at the radar, yeah. and I understand you're on the yeah. water. Are you underneath that shower well, that's right now, there on Highway 22? Yeah, we're, we're right here. We, we're in it right now. We're sitting in the truck. <laughs> we didn't push off yet. But, yeah, uh, it, yeah, we're sitting in the rain right now. We, we're at Mitch's place, and uh, – it, it, you know, just waiting for it to pass, and then uh, we're going to go out and hopefully catch a few fish. That's the plan. You know, they've been biting pretty good down here, Don. Yep, and what's been the pattern that you found? Well, uh, you know, I've launched uh, three different locations this well, within the last two weeks, and uh, it seems to be that they're, they're keen in on the uh, – the redfish are keen in on the small crabs. Uh, you're finding them early in the morning in the ponds. Yeah, I think this has to do with the heat because of the temperature rise. When that, that water temp gets a little bit higher, they, the, the redfish seem to be moving out and sitting in a little bit deeper water along the cuts and drop-offs of main canals and stuff like that. But uh, the hot bait's been, uh, you know, the, the spoon works was working well, but the, the, the spinner blade, the number four H&H spinner blade, gold with that black and chartreuse tail, quarter-inch jig head. I've been uh, doing really, really well with that, so I can't complain on any of that. Yeah, that's great. And, uh, of course, when, you, when they're feeding on those small crabs, that spoon, that gold spoon is also a very good bait to use when they're feeding on crabs. Yeah. Uh, Eric, yeah. you, got a, you got a really good report from somebody fishing on Highway 11. 23 trout, 3 flounder, 4 reds, and 2 drum. That is excellent. Yeah. Um, and with the weather conditions, the light winds, it should be very fishable to get out there and poncho right. train and get along 11. How do you fish those pylons out there on Highway 11 out of a kayak? Well, you know, I got that 360 Hobie, and um, I, I can turn turn that, that, that drive around any way I want. So I can kind of pivot myself just like a, a spot lock trolling mode, I would say. And I can move back and forth, sideways, whatever I need to do. 
the third and bridges. I like to fish the down current side where I throw the, throw the lure and leave it go down and leave it fall. Um, I also do the up current. It's like when the pilings come down, there's a, like a belly on the on the pilings where the water washed away, and them sit, fish will sit right down there along that piling, and you drop that jig head down there, and they'll eat that golf up or that, that, that H&H or, or the Matrix is, you know, some good good laws to use. So I like the Dudleys, too, now. Still got to pack it in. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, you know, so, there's advantages yeah. and disadvantages to fishing out of a kayak versus a bay boat, but there's some situations where that kayak allows you to get right up on top of those fish where you won't be able to get them in a bay boat and, that could be one of them. Uh, Grand Isle, we got a lot of people headed to Grand Isle. They even got a kayak division in the Grand Isle Tarpon Rodeo. What are you hearing over that way? Uh, I mean, they've been catching trout and, and doing pretty good with the flounder, actually, this year over there. It seems like all of a sudden we got flounder, and, and they're gonna, they they want to put a, a restriction on it. Uh, you know, I, I don't understand that. They're doing the restriction when they when they breeding, but then they're going to spawn, and it's going to be open. But anyway, <laughs> however that works, you know, if I'm right. Uh, it's, uh, but they've been really feeling good over there, you know. I mean, it's summertime. It's a time that those, uh, those coastal islands, boom, I'm sure. Bouchon's, you know, doing the same thing, Don. You know, they got the trout, you know, mm-hmm. fishing along the beaches and stuff like that. Uh, it, it's, it's, you know, it's just summertime on the islands. You know, it's a great time to be down there in Louisiana and, uh, you know, the, the Tarpon Rodeo is a great place to be. Um, I imagine that every room is booked on the island. So uh, let's, let's hope they have a successful one. Yep, looks like it. Well, look, I'm looking at the radar, and I think that rain's starting to lighten up on you. So you and the king, it King Brody, <laughs> you and you guys yep. need to get on the water. Tell King hello for me, and good luck to you guys. Okay. All right. We'll see you later, Don. Thank you very much. Y'all be careful, all right? All right, and you can contact him at the Louisiana Kayak Company. Check him out on Facebook. All right, coming back after this, well, unfortunately, history has repeated itself. Yet another tragic accident leading into citations being issued. We'll tell you that story. It's our Bad Boys of the Outdoors feature, and it's up next on the Outdoors with Don Dubuque Radio Network. All right, checking our text message board, the Convent Hunting Club, the trading in the Beagle running for some fishing today. We're headed down to Venice for some world-class fishing. Should have the place to ourselves with the tarpon rodeo going on down on the island. Good luck to everyone in the outdoors. Please stay hydrated. Got news for you. You're going down to Venice, faux pas, fishing rodeo is going on at the Venice Marina. I don't think you're going to have it quite to yourself, but our folks down there are happy to share it. All right, looking for good places to New Orleans to fish without a boat. If you're looking for fresh water, City Park Lagoons, pretty good place, stocked with bass, lots of brim, Rio Grande perch, and just walk over the Mississippi River levee. There's a lot of places there you can catch some huge catfish out the Mississippi River. All right, here's the rock man. He says, I thought you were broadcasting out of Manchac Pass from a bass tournament every Saturday. Was that 100 years ago? That was about 75 years ago, rock man, when I used to do on-location coverage of bass tournaments when such things were done live on radio stations. But uh, that must be what you remember. Yeah, I did a lot of those. Uh, here's one with regard to the duck hunting situation. Uh, the younger generation of duck hunters can't relate because they've never seen the ducks we used to have. So, in a way, DU and Delta Waterfowl have brainwashed them to believe it's always been this way. 
All right, we're going to take a short pause, and when we come back, uh, another tragedy occurred on our waterways in Louisiana. It leads into our bad boys of the outdoors, and we'll be back to do that right after we let our local stations identify themselves along the Outdoors with Don Dubuque radio network. Well, in a case that is eerily similar to one in South Louisiana on the 4th of July, Department of Wildlife and Fisheries enforcement agents are investigating a boating fatality that occurred last Saturday in Tangipahoe Parish. The agents were notified about a boating fatality at 4.30 p.m. in Lake Pontchartrain. The body of Hunter Prevost, 21, of Laranja, was recovered about 7 p.m. According to the other passengers, Prevost fell off the front of a 25-foot boat and got hit by the propeller. During the initial investigation, the agents detected the operator of the vessel, 22-year-old Folsom man, was impaired and arrested him for operating and driving a vessel while impaired, DWI, vehicular homicide, and reckless operation of a vessel. If convicted, facing a fine of up to $16,200, 30 years in prison, and on the guilt of having killed a passenger on his boat, is 22-year-old Lane Keenan of Folsom, Louisiana, our bad boy of the outdoors. And you may recall uh, 17-year-old Madison Bradley of Slidell, a similar accident on the Blind River. It was involving an impaired operator who was basically jumping wakes. She, like this case, was on the front, but it was on a, a party barge. She was knocked off the front of the party barge and struck by the propeller and was killed during the 4th of July weekend. Folks, you got to practice the safe boating rules. If you don't know them, find them. They're online. The Coast Guard Auxiliary provides them. Wildlife and Fishery provides them. Read them and put them into practice. And one of these is too many, and when it occurs like this, it's just totally out of hand. Boating and fishing is supposed to be fun on the water. These type of accidents can be avoided. All right, uh, 504-260-1870, that is our talk and text line. We take text during this two-hour program, comes right in the studio. I'm hearing from my buddy Rick. He said he's been with me 30 of the 33 years. Well, glad to have you, Rick, and hope we continue a lot more of them. We got Trucker Life uh, headed to Magnolia, Arkansas. That's uh, Jeff Laborde. Thanks for checking in, Jeff. We have uh, another comment comes in. Uh, let's see, this one... Talking about the um, uh, Cajun invasion trip, wanting information, people wanting information on that, duckdownguideservice.com. That's the easiest way to do it. Uh, I could give out the phone number, but you're probably not going to have time to write it down. (laughs) Remember, you'll get their phone number off the website, duckdownguideservice.com. If you want to make it up there, it's the last weekend in October. Uh, The state of Arkansas has implemented a special Speckle belly goose season. That's the only thing you're allowed to hunt, and, boy, they are thick in those rice fields. And if you want to get a, a little taste of what it's like, go to our Bayou Wild website, which is BayouWildTV.com. You can watch all the replays of all the shows and find the one that we did in our Stuttgart Cajun Invasion Arkansas trip uh, last October. I didn't get to go. I had another uh, thing that was pending I had to take care of. Martha Spencer went, Chris Lecoq, our cameraman, and a lot of you listeners went along too, and it was nothing short of phenomenal. The only problem is they're very limited. I think they've got 16 spots, and a few of them have already been taken. So don't delay. If you want to book, book early and get in touch with it. We'll have a great time. 
uh, down up there, up there in Arkansas and Stuttgart, which, uh, you know, arguably is the waterfowl duck capital of the world. I don't know if it still carries that title, especially what seems to be going on with our altered migration. By the way, check out my website, DonTheOutdoorsGuy.com. We've got a radio photo of the flyer that Louisiana Ducks Unlimited Chapters put out and also a poll question. We're asking you a question. We'd love for you to participate. It'll be up for about another week, and I'll have the results after that. We'll be back right after this. We're joined by the plastic man. That's what we call him, Captain Ryan Lambert, Cajun Fishing Adventures. Get a fishing report from DTR down the river right after this. Uh, We call him the plastic man. Nothing worse than having to put shrimp on your fingers and on your hook, according to him. But he catches them with the plastic as well as anybody. Ryan, you know, I I hate reading these stories about these tragedies on the water because they're so preventable. When you've got people that are using drugs or alcohol and they're impaired on the water, it's just so sad to see these young people's lives be lost. Have you ever had encounters with people that are impaired on the water? I'm sure over the years you must be seeing it out there. Yeah, of course, of course we do, and it's it's normally on weekends and and holidays like the fourth and Labor Day and Memorial Day, and you know when all of them are out on the beach and drinking, you know that's when it gets you the most. But you know I I am so cognizant of the fact that when I go around a turn, I'm going to slow down. I'm worried about the other guy. I'm not worried about my driving. So everybody says, "What are you doing?" I say, you never know who's coming around the curve. You know, they come around to take it wide, and next thing you know, it's a head-on collision. So, you know, I'm very, very careful going going around curves and, and blind spots and stuff like that. And and, and I've had a collision uh, with uh, in my duck boat where another guy in a duck boat about two years ago, he, I come around the curve, and there he is on my side of the thing. And, and luckily, I didn't hit him head-on. I just, t- just turned the big old barge sideways and just hit him side to side. Look. I saw death in them two boys' eyes because they know that big old barge is going to run them over. And luckily, we avoided any any damage or any any accident, you know, per se. But they they're going to be on their side of the canal from right now on. I promise you. Well, you know, in the wintertime with low tides, you know, sometimes you got to get over on that side to avoid running through the mud, you know, unless you got a mud boat and then you have a problem with it. But and and then another problem now is kayakers. You know, they're so low to the water and they get up in those canes and. And that marsh grass, and you can't see them. That's why I always suggest they put one of those flags up. You know, they make a little pole that's inexpensive with like a red or orange flag, and you stick that up, and at least somebody coming around the curve can see over the top of that grass and spot you and, and slow it down yeah. in time. Yeah, that and waders. You know, I think waders should, especially like in Texas where they get out there a little, and, and, and you know, also in Brenton and all, they have to wear an orange hat like a deer hunter. So they look like a crab buoy out there. You know, you get a crazy guy come running through there and, and just take their head off. I mean, it'd be terrible. But, you know, if you wear an orange hat, people will see you. So, no, you know, no. little things that we can make to make it better. You know, I hate to make new laws and all, but people, you know, if you're going to be out there and put yourself in danger, just wear an orange hat. It's no big deal. Put the fishing logo on it. You're good to go. <laughs> Absolutely. But, you know, the one thing that everybody can control that is simply avoidable, it's not unavoidable, is the drinking and driving. If you're going to drink, don't drive. Let somebody else take the wheel and you can drink or you drive and don't drink. You know, it's just well, cardinal rule. You know I'm, my, my blood is pure as the driven snow in December, as you know, so I don't have that problem. Yeah, when you gave yeah. up the drugs, you know, you got real clean after you gave up. <laughs> 
Oh, yeah. boy. I wish I'm about to give up this blood pressure medicine, too. It's making me crazy. <laughs> oh, well, you got to have that keep going. What's going on fishing-wise, man? The river's low still. Boy, looking good it's, down there, huh? It's low. It's 2-8. It's going to jump to 4. We got the big flood in Kentucky. And some of that might get this way, and it'll go to four, and then it's going to go back down to two. It was supposed to go to one four, but it's beautiful. I can see five foot down. You know, you can see the fish fighting. Uh, the, uh, doing a lot of sight fishing right now. The water is just gorgeous. Oh, you can see the big stud red just floating around. Oh, it's so much fun. And the trout have been good. The boys hammered the trout a couple of days this week. Yesterday they did not because they were dodging storms all day. We. Our whole fishing corridor was just just training in storms. But, you know, this is our time of year. Another day I was sight fishing reds. We caught five bass in, in our reds with, with some boys from Lafayette. They was having a ball, was fishing with a chatterbait, and, and they, they just ate it up. So you could see those big old reds under there. And it's it's just so much fun. As you know, I love to sight fish and fly fish and that kind of stuff. Well, it's it's going to be our fall. This is going to be a fall like we haven't seen in 10 years. Yeah, that uh, that chatter bait is a great bait to throw for those redfish. You know, you just if you, if they feel that vibration that you feel through the line and you reel, they they can't resist it. They chomp it up. And when they hit it, they would knock your arms out of socket. <laughs> I just love it. That that and the crankbait when they hit that, oh my gosh! So and sheep heads, oh my word! There's so many sheep heads. It's incredible. Somebody like sheep heads, you can catch all you want. They are just thick, thick, thick. Yep, that's a great eating fish, and, uh, you know, you can fill the ice chest up. There's no limits on size or creel limits, so always a, a great fish to back up and even catch them when there's other fish biting. Well, Ryan, any oh, yeah. sightings on the little tealy birds yet, or is it still too early? Oh, no, way too early, way too early. Yeah. Um, but there, there's going to, you know, they were, they were down in North Dakota. The numbers were down, but that, that doesn't mean that they just didn't bypass North Dakota and go spawn further up there's a good bit of water in canada and i'm waiting for the numbers to come out here pretty soon you know we'll get yep. a fly over there we had, had that in two years and uh you know i'll be without kenley for the first for teal season in the first split and I'll, I'll get her back the second split so you know it's, i use her sister you know uh we, one of them had to be bred because we wanted to you know get that line going but right but uh so I use her sister while she does the maternity leave. <laughs> well, I'm going to put her pictures up. Thanks for those great action shots of her. Boy, she is just so photogenic. What a beautiful little dog yeah. she is. She is that. She's lovable. She's kind of like a perfect dog. You know, she's lovable, and, and she's a maniac on the retrieving as well. <laughs> she's a beast, but she's a good size, too. She's not a big old. Oh, yeah. You know, she could even ride in a P-Rog with you. Yeah, she's a good little size. Yeah. Well, Ryan, always a pleasure, my friend. Go catch him, and uh, we'll talk to you next week. All right, buddy, and hopefully uh, Doug will be doing well. Yeah, thanks for the the, the, the the good words about him. I'll pass it along to him. All right, that's Captain Ryan Lambert. We call him the Plastic Man. You can find him at CajunFishingAdventures.com. All right, we'll be right back after this and talk to Rad Trasher. He's going to update the Louisiana CCA Star Tournament right after this on the Outdoors with Tom Dubuque Radio Network. All right, I got a text message. Want to know about the big construction project on the west side of Highway 23 headed to Venice. What that is is the construction of an LNG plant that is underway. It's a massive project, and it's going to be going on for several years. But uh, that's what that is you're seeing as you drive down to Venice. All right, uh, I've been talking about this is uh, the beginning of our 34th year of being on the air on this network program. 
Uh, 28 of those years, the Louisiana Coastal Conservation Association has had their annual star tournament, statewide tournament in Anglers Rodeo, and its director of not quite that long, but nearing that is uh, Rad Trasher, who is the director of the tournament, joins us to give us a little bit of an update. Rad, how long have you been director of the tournament? I don't know, uh, 11, 12 years, something like that. Yeah, doing a great job at it, too. Well, well finally, finally, after all this time, it took a while this year, but the tagged redfish was finally caught by a registered angler. Tell us his story, Felton Doré. <laughs> Look, thank goodness. It was the 10th <laughs> tagged redfish we had had caught this year. Just happened to be the first one that was registered. Um, so really great story. Felton uh, from Broussard, Louisiana, went down to uh, Rockefeller basically to catch bait shrimp because he was taking his grandkids fishing that weekend and uh, couldn't catch any shrimp, started catching catching redfish. And uh, he said, you know, you'll never believe this. I had I had three fish in the boat. I lost two at the boat trying to net them and do it all himself because he was by himself. Lost two at the boat, and then the third one he caught and got in the boat ended up being the tag redfish. So if he landed the first two, he would have quit. He was done. Um, ended up, couldn't even read the tag. He said, man, I left my glasses in the car. He happened to be right behind the, the lab at Rockefeller Refuge and flags down a biologist who, who reads the tag for him. He's like, thank you very much, and left. <laughs> and ran as fast as he could to Pecan Island Food Store, waited in. Um, and so it was a, n- a neat deal, just, you know, kind of goes to show you, you know, it, anybody can do it and it can happen at any time. And he's in a 16-foot, you know, aluminum boat. And, you know, he just got lucky. It was his day. But, uh, you know, Felton had registered, he and his family, uh, with us for probably the last 10 years or so. He's like, I, it was, I was due was his comment so, uh, well, so still a lot of time it. to get them there's still a lot of them swimming around out there right absolutely look you know we did have 10 caught a lot of those were released so you still have over 90 something tags still still swimming out there and some great prizes like the bench uh travel trailer that is up next three nautic stars and a bunch of gator tails so uh i think it's you know i hopefully we'll have a couple more winners it just it never takes us this long to get to the first one that's for sure well red you got a lot of big great fish this year a 65 pound plus cobia uh almost a 30 pound red snapper that came in you got a now brought in over seven pound speckle trout out in the west some very impressive fish but still a lot of time if somebody wants to get signed up Besides going to one of the many way scales, give them their website where they can sign up. The easiest way to, to do it is go to ccastar.com. It has everything you need to know about way stations, rules, divisions, the whole nine yards. It's all right there, ccastar.com. And, and Don, I'll tell you, like you mentioned, there's some great fish, but I think you got a lot of possibilities left on the, on the leaderboard. We're going to see some bigger fish come in. All right. Well, keep us up to date. Let us know as uh, things develop, and we'll be talking to you throughout the tournament. All right. Thanks, Don. All righty. Rad Trasher, director of Louisiana CCA Star Tournament. All right. Uh, there's our song, Cocodry, singing us out of here. That is Reed Alleman. So we will be back again next week. We start dark and early, 5 a.m. to 7 a.m. Please join us. It's called The Outdoors with Don Dubuque, Radio Network. <laughs>